episode 18 of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hey guys, welcome. It's so good to have you with us today. The title of today's podcast is Why Every Marriage Needs Friends. And we're just going to kind of go through that and like, why? And we do. do. And so Don, as you know, and this will kind of help set up the the topic of our episode today. But as you know, we've met so many people in our lifetimes. I want to say like thousands upon thousands of people. And part of the reason why that has happened is we have lived in a few places around the United States. And we've also traveled to different parts of the world and kind of over and over again. We love people. And we (laughs) love to travel. We love meeting new people. And we're always looking to make new friends. Mm -hmm. Now, Don, I'm not sure how that happened. I mean, were we both born that way with a desire to grow relational connections or did it happen because we just grew that way over our lifetimes together? Mm. I don't know for sure, but I think more than anything, our desire to meet new people and make new friends comes out of two things. And you'd probably agree with this, mm. Don, right? Number one, we're super curious people, aren't we? We, we are. You and <laughs> Sometimes I, to a fault even. Right. <laughs> Very you curious. And, you and I like to explore the borders of nations and roam geographically. But we also, we don't stop there. We like to explore the borders of relationships. We love to ask deep questions and really get to know others. I think it tortures us to be around people that we know and to not really know know them. And not just to talk about the weather, but to find out why people are the way they are. That's absolutely fascinating, actually. It's a blast. Are fascinating. Yeah. And and I think the desire also comes out of number two, Don. The, the second reason is because we literally believe with all of our hearts that people, every single human being on mm. this earth, they've all been handmade by God. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, like They're so special. They're so important. And, and honestly, Don, you and I, when we walk into maybe a, a grocery store or we walk into our church or whatever it is, we, we walk into our um, you know neighbor's yard and we see them yeah. and you walk up to someone new you know, or into the presence of somebody you haven't seen in a while and you remember that they're handmade by God, you're, you're in awe of who they are and how God has mm. made them to be. And what does that do? It makes you curious, yeah. not just because they're amazing, because each person on this earth is a work of art, but because of who their creator is. Mm. God made them. You're in the presence of something that's been made by God himself. Welcome to the Love in the Fight podcast. My name is Travis Rousinger, and we are excited to have you with us today. Part of why we are doing this podcast is that we want to encourage you today to fight for love. I'm joined today by my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dawn Rousinger. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Just a little background information on Travis and I. We are actually high school sweethearts, so we've been married for a little while. Along the way, we've had the opportunity to raise two amazing kids. We love Jesus, we love people, and we absolutely love encouraging marriages. So honestly, Don, I think that you and I are always secretly not only looking to meet people, but we're secretly looking to make friends. Always. To make new friends (laughs) and really to be a friend, right? Yeah. Why? Because friends are so important. You and I both know that. I mean, friends are priceless. Now, I often use this phrase, and I think you do too, Don. When we explain uh, friends that are married, you know, another couple, we'll call them couple friends. And what we really mean is there are two people, a husband and wife that are married together that you and I hang out with 
often. Other couples that you know, that we are just really close to. Yep. I know obviously we have, you have friends that are guys and they might not be married. And I have friends that are girls and who might not be married, but we definitely have friends that are married. And they're, so they're a couple and together we get along very well with them and we hang out a lot. But I know we, we won't lie as, as wonderful as friends can be. Having friends and making friends can be a pretty funny thing and sometimes it, even a little challenging. <laughs> it at really times. can be. Yes. And, and I know uh, what I'm about to tell you, um, Travis and I, we've joked about quite often. Um, and I know you probably know what I'm going to say, but there have been a few couple of friends that we've had over in our home in the last you know few years where we're on the edge of our seats and we're excited to hang out with them. And um, on a particular night, but then during some point of the night, you know, it kind of, it kind of takes a turn and the, the, you know, it flies off the rails, not because we were necessarily bad hosts, right? but because one person of that couple in the marriage <laughs> makes, you know, someone who makes up part of that couple, um, they're a little bit odd. Right. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe <laughs> awkwardly. Odd. Yeah. And I feel bad even saying that, I guess we're just trying to say that. There have been times, many times, when we thought, wow, that man or that woman is, is so fun and they're so amazing, but man, their spouse is just a little odd. Right. And unfortunately, the friendship doesn't necessarily develop into a deeper friendship because one of them is just kind of odd. Yeah. And maybe the word you're really trying to say is weird. They're yeah, weird, right? Well, I'm not, trying not, I, mean, I know it's hard to say that, yeah. but sometimes it's true. Or they're extra creative. I don't know. I'm just trying to <laughs> Maybe that's it. But why does this happen? A perfectly normal, incredible person marries someone who is just a little odd or, or like you said, weird. I know there've been many times when we've wrapped up an evening and we both just kind of burst into tears and laughing because the odd spouse was so quirky. Yes. And they acted crazy. They just did. And that's why the <laughs> night flew off the rails, yes. right? It yeah. was like, what just happened? Did that really happen in our home? Oh and my I, gosh. I know there's been times when we've actually been driving home in a car. Maybe we've, you know, had an experience and we look at each other and say, Okay, who which one of us? Who's who's the odd one? Yeah, you know, wait a you know are you the weird one or is am I the you, weird is one? Because <laughs> in every marriage, one person's a little more weird yeah. than the other one, right? We're yes. all weird. But And I know uh, obviously there's times where we tease each other and like Nope, Travis, it's definitely you. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> And um, it is me, by the yeah. way. So, of course, making friends is hard. It's not easy. You have those moments when couples are in your home and like we just talked about, things go off the rails yeah. and it's awkward. But regardless, friends are worth it. Absolutely. Every single time. And it's <laughs> worth trying to figure out if we are compatible with another couple and to build community with others who will help reinforce the values that you and I, Don, are striving to have mm. in our lives. And it's awesome to have couples. I know personally, you know, that encourage us in our faith and help challenge us to reach our personal goals. Uh, you and I, Don, we love spending time with those who don't tear down the mm. things that we believe in, but mm. instead they help us build stronger ties to what matters most in life. Mm. And Don, you introduced the the kind of subject or the topic of this podcast, but here's the point of, of what we're trying to say. Your marriage needs friends. It does. Our marriage Every marriage needs friends. Needs yeah. friends. Our marriage yep. needs friends. And you, here's why. You need to spend time with people who hold the same opinion like you about 
how marriage should be honored and cherished. You need people who believe that their spouse is a gift and they model Jesus by serving their spouse with love and dedication. So really what we're trying to say is if you don't have married friends like that, it's time to stop right now and to start actively looking for them. Your marriage might depend on it. I was reminded of that fact uh, recently. I heard this quote by uh, a book that I'm reading by that Bob Goff, uh, author Bob, Bob Goff, wrote. And he sums up, I think, what we're trying to say in this podcast, uh, this episode, quite well, Don. Here's what he writes. He says, the people you spend time with will play the largest part in the ambitions you achieve, not the minutes you save each day in avoiding them. And I've got to be honest, Bob is so right. He is right. The people you spend time with will play the largest part in the ambitions you Mm. achieve. Do you want to be happy in your marriage and to be married for the rest of your life? If you do, then make friends with other couples who deeply love each other, who love the concept of marriage and plan to die someday while they're still holding their spouse's hand. They haven't left their spouse or abandoned their spouse, but till death do them part, they're there with their spouse. Why is this so good? Spending time around these kinds of people can be so encouraging to your marriage. I know, and that's been definitely been our experience. The really couple of friends that we have made and chosen to drill down deep with have been a huge inspiration to our marriage and to our personal values. They, of course, have encouraged us by the positive words that they speak over us, the love they give us, but especially by their examples of modeling a Jesus-centered marriage. Mm, so I am true. super inspired when I buy, when I'm with another couple who love each other and serve each other like yeah. Jesus serves the church. It's so refreshing, Don, because there's so many bad examples running around our world. So when you come across a couple that's a great example, it's like, oh, you just want to be around them the whole time. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review, and be sure to subscribe. We would also love to hear from you, so feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. I mean, we all know that so often communication and learning is 90% visual. Mm -hmm. When we watch other couples have fun together, be romantic and with each other and dream out loud about their future together, it it makes us, Travis, you and I, it makes us want to have a stronger marriage. It provides another reminder of why we want to be married in a world filled with division and divorce. I know that there have been a few times in our marriage, Travis, where our friends literally were there at a point where we needed them. Yeah. I know just a few years back when we had to make a big decision, we asked if we could go over to their house, our couple of friends, and we knocked on the door and we went into their living room and we explained to them a certain decision that had to be made and we all cried together and we laughed together yeah. and they prayed for us. And it was that friendship right there, that the, those moments that just, cemented our friendship even further but it it was we needed that we needed their advice and their prayers at that moment such a powerful experience and such a for us personally you know as far as a time in our lives where having friends like that made all the difference Mm -hmm. really even for our marriage uh but wow those friends 
were just like gold. They were like priceless to us. And I know there's uh, those same friends. We have, you know, shared births of our kids together. We've shared birthday parties. We've shared weddings. There's so many life memories that we've shared with them that I would never want to trade for a million years. I love our friends. I know, Travis, you would agree with this. But God has definitely blessed us with some amazing friends wow, over has. the last 20 years. But it just didn't happen on its own. We were looking for them. We were looking for friendships. Yeah, we had our eyes wide open, didn't we? Yeah, I remember totally. in particular one time we literally just walked into church and we saw this couple who was a kind of a, in maybe in our same age range. Yep. But they just looked nice. They looked friendly. That's what <laughs> it was. Very friendly. The, the wife turned around. She looked at me. She smiled. And the husband you know, grabbed his, her hand and they walked down the aisle and I'm like, wait, they looked really nice. Yeah, like we need to be friends should, with them. We should get to know them. <laughs> and we, after church, we met them at the door and introduced ourselves and said, hey, you know, would you guys want to hang out sometime? And we totally did that. We took the chance, took the risk, and now they're some of our greatest oh, friends. Some of our best friends, yeah. There's another couple I know, Travis, you just thought, you know, they, they look kind of cool. They're like, hey, these guys look kind of cool. They're they were, hip they and were fun. Hip and, and, yeah. and we're like, hey, we want to get to know them. Yeah, they look they're like spiritual. they're adventurous, you know, kind of. Yes. So we were drawn to that. We didn't even have their phone number. So I remember you Facebook messaged them and said, hey, you guys want to go out for some sushi? And I don't know why you picked sushi because we don't even like sushi. But, but we <laughs> Maybe just they picked it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We just wanted to hang out with yes. them. And I'm so glad again that we we you know put that invitation out oh, there because now there are some of our greatest Best, friends. Amazing, incredible friends. Yeah. And we that night found out right away that we had some incredible things in common. Oh, so and, many things. And I was like, wait a second, how did this happen? But again, we just stepped out and we made it happen. We just said, hey, you want to hang out? Yeah. You know, Don, somebody once said, friends are like elevators. They either take you up or they take you down. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say our friends over the years have taken us mm -hmm. yeah. up. And why? Because our friends have kept us alive spiritually, emotionally, and and even relationally yeah. throughout the many difficult times in our lives. I think friends are great throughout the fun times and the good yeah. times and you make memories and you laugh together. But man, when you're lying in the yeah. gutter and life has kicked you and left you to die, wow, that's when those friends are amazing. Again, every marriage needs friends. Friends are so important because the right friends will help strengthen your marriage and they will also strengthen your resolve to stay married through those difficult times in life that I just talked about. You and your spouse aren't going to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have friends right now, man, make friends because then you won't be alone. You will have other couples who love Jesus, love their own marriage, and they want to be there to encourage you and your spouse to stick with it. Mm. So what does a friend look like? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, we know what a donut looks like. We know what a, a Mercedes looks yeah. like. We know what a nicely dressed person looks like. So what does a friend look like? I love it. They, it come, they come in all different shapes and sizes. They Every. really do. And that's why it's not so much their appearance. It's, it's they have certain qualities. Yeah. So would you recognize one if you saw them or... Have you already ha allowed a ton of friends to walk right past you in life mm. because your eyes were closed or you weren't looking to recognize them? So how can you identify another couple in a relationship that is worth going deeper with? A relationship that will be life-giving to your soul and to your and, marriage. And I think that's the key, life-giving. Life-giving 
is so like really what you're saying is it's reciprocal. It's two way. You feed them and love on them, Mm -hmm. but you know what? They're doing the same thing to you. And Don, of course it, it wasn't until about a little over a year ago that I finally heard someone speak on self-care and emotional mental health that I heard some amazing definitions of friends that Mm -hmm. this kind of layers of friends or levels of friends. And and it really happened. I was attending a, a pastor's conference again, a little over a year ago, and a psychologist by the name of Tim Rood, he's out of the, the Twin Cities. He, he stood up and he began to teach on the importance of community and friendships and really on not being alone. And it's kind of interesting because the word friend can mean a ton of different things to a ton of different people. But when Tim started to give his classifications to these different levels of friendships, that's when it clicked for me and my mind and my heart. It immediately uh, kind of armed us with the right concept mm-hmm. of the right type of friends that we should be looking for in our lives, yeah. Don, yeah. in our marriage. So what was he talking about that day? And again, I'm quoting Tim Rood. Uh, you're going to need to look him up to get get it verbatim exact. But but what are the best kind of friends? Well, he talked about the four levels of friendship. First of all, he talked about strangers. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You can meet a stranger and they become kind of a, a friend, yeah. somebody you just met. They're still a stranger because mm-hmm. you don't really know much about them, but you suddenly like them. Yeah. And statistically, most strangers are good. Like they're safe. You know, our parents told us, don't talk to strangers. In reality, you should. Because so like all the people in the elevator that I talked to? Talk to all of them. <laughs> yeah, it makes them feel really weirded out and creeped out, but uh, it's good for them. And they're great people on the elevator. But then he talked about the next level of friends, going from strangers to acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Acquaintances are people you've met before, people you recognize, people you know a little bit about, but you've not had them over to your house or you've not gone on like a combined vacation with them. Kind of like someone that, you know, you go to the gym every day and they're on the treadmill right next to you same yeah. time of day. Yep. Kind of an acquaintance. You Absolutely. Know? You, you talk the about the weather. Same time. Yeah. Maybe you talk yeah. about your kids or your vacations or whatever it is you're talking about. Uh, but acquaintances that the third though, that third highest level is then the mutual interest based friendships. And that means, you know, uh, a friend that you might be really close to because they go to your church mm-hmm. or and you see them all the time. You have this connection yep. through church or maybe they're they're in a band. Like yep. you're in a band together. You're a musician and they're in the band and Or your kids are on the same sports team. Oh, that's a great example. Like, you know, yeah. your your bleacher friends. You hang you out with bleachers. them every yep. Tuesday night and you watch your kids together. Yep. You share popcorn together. Whatever it is. The mutual interest right there would be your the kids baseball team. Right. Yep. But here's the key though is take away that interest and you might no longer be that close of friends mm-hmm. that you were on the bleachers or that you were in the band, yeah. you know, or that you were at church, let's True. say, because, you know, people who go to the same church and they're really good friends, but then they suddenly start going to different churches and they're not as close of friends mm-hmm. anymore. But then he goes on, Tim Rude goes on to talk about the highest level of friendship, and that is a friendship based friend. In other words, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's not interest based. They just love you for who you are. Mm. In other words, when the phone rings or they you text them, they just get ecstatic. They're like, oh my gosh, I get to communicate or be with my friend. And so they, um, you might invite them to go do something and they don't care what it is that you've invited them to do. They just want to go do it with you because you're a part of the equation. 
I want our life just filled with friendship-based friends. Oh, they're the best. (laughs) I mean, I really believe that God has blessed us with those friends. Oh, for sure. And they're bucket fillers, Don. They just fill your bucket every time you're around them. They do. So I think sometimes we just need to ask ourselves, do we have enough couple friends who have great marriages? And we're not saying you can't have friends with, you know, can't be friends with single people or, you know, anything like that. But as a couple, do you have other friendships with other couples? Because those friendships are very inspiring and they can encourage your own marriage. Completely. So if you step back and you realize, you know what, we really don't have a lot of friendships like that, then we need to take Tim Rude's advice and find another couple or two that are friendship-based friends. Again, what are friendship-based friends? They are people who it's never about the activity that you agree to do with them. It's always about the fact that they just want to do it with you. Mm. You are the draw, not going tubing, mountain biking, or going to the movies. They just want to do these things because they know that they can do them with oh, you. I love that. It's like a heavy comforter in the middle of the winter when you're cold. Like It just feels so good to it, be around people amazing, like that. Amazing, amazing. Having friendship-based friends who hold the same set of values and provide relational strength is a huge reason why your marriage needs friends. These other couples will love you and your spouse for who you are. They will also be going in the same direction that your life will be heading, one that is focused on Jesus, family, and others. Mm, So true. I love, we always go back to the Bible, but there's a passage in the Bible that talks about the power of friendships. And I know um, in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, it says this. It says, two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not Mm. easily broken. Love love, that. That's all about friendships. (laughs) So good. I don't want to be alone. I want to have friends. And it's about the strength of friendships. And I know some of you guys right now, you um, may seriously be at a point where you just don't know where to start with this. Maybe you're like, you know what? I don't have many friends and um, you're not sure what to do or how to do to make a friend. So we just want to help you with that. Just because we're adults doesn't mean that we have tons of friends. Right. We're not we're not a school age, we're not playing in the sandbox, you know, we're not kids. We we might feel like, you know, how do I make a friend as an adult? Yeah, and so, I think this is really relevant yeah. too, Don, because so many adults feel isolated, especially right now in this season that we're in. Yep. So we just want to give you guys several practical tips on how to build friendships with others. And again, we're just gonna kinda, you know, rattle them off, but we just really want to encourage you. So how to make a friend as an adult? First, just open up your eyes. You guys, there's people people everywhere. They're all around. The second thing is just be willing to accept everyone. Mm -hmm. Remove any obstacles, biases, or stereotypes that you may have, such as age, culture, or socioeconomic status. I love that. Yeah, just look for a friend. Don't look for a certain kind of person. The third thing, step out of your comfort zone and make the first move. Ask someone to coffee. Just take that risk. Ask them to go to supper. Like that one couple, we asked them to go to sushi. Just make the, you know, the, and it changed our lives. Yeah. Have an invitation. (laughs) Open up your home. The fourth one, just be yourself. And even as a couple, be yourself as a couple as well. Don't try to impress. Don't feel like you have to impress them in order to gain friendship with them. And number five, 
Don't be weird. <laughs> I don't think we need to explain that anymore. Just don't do it. Don't be we weird. Know, we know what weird looks like. Yes. Don't, a, don't do it. Sometimes <laughs> I can be weird, but I try not to do that too much around my friends. Yes. Number six, be friendly. No one wants a friend yes, who is smile mean. a little bit. Yeah. Don't be grouchy or rude. Number seven, be a good listener. Ask lots of questions. If all you hear is the sound of your own voice talking the entire time you're with that person, chances are you're not giving them a chance to speak. And that's awful. Number eight, be honest and open. Be willing to answer any questions directed towards you. But if no questions are asked in your direction, it may not be a life-giving relationship. Since all of us, we all have a need deep down inside of us to be known. The only way to be known is when people stop and take the time to ask questions about your life. Mm, yeah, but you have to be willing to be honest and open and, and then to share your life. To share, yeah. Number nine, friendships take time. It's a worthwhile investment into your future. Number and that's th- the hardest part, I think, at the time. The time. It, it, it takes time to build them. It does. Time's a valuable commodity. Yep. Number 10, pray for each other and with each other. That, of course, catapults a relationship forward like you wouldn't believe. Yep. Num- number 11, don't expect perfection. No one is perfect. Be willing to overlook the little quirky things that we all struggle with. Number 12, ask again. If they say no the first time, they probably legitimately just had plans. But perseverance pays off. Mm. Be willing to ask the same couple a couple of times to do something. Don't give up. Number 13, I can't say this more. Love, love, love. The Bible says, and the greatest of these is love. Just love. Yeah, period. Love people. Yep. Number 14, sacrifice. Jesus said these words, there is no greater love than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Now that is friendship. That is the epitome of friendship. Honestly, it's not as hard as you think. As long as you're willing to take the risk, you have to step out of that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You guys, you can do it. The payoff will be the reward of developing these life-giving friendships, and we all need them. Our marriages wow. need them. We so need them. We need them individually, but we especially need them as a married couple. Yep. Don, the, the, the couples that we were thinking of, you know, where there's like three, four couples that were like, they're people that absolutely mm. encourage us in our marriages. Yep. If you want to fight for your marriage, a great tool is to make sure that you have healthy, life-giving couple friends. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey guys, we want to thank you for joining us today on this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Don't forget to share this with your friends, like us on Facebook, and leave us a review. Don't forget to keep loving the fight. You guys got this. You can do it. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.